welcome to another episode of the Copcast podcast, coming to you in the direct aftermath of Liverpool nil, Chelsea one on this Thursday night at Anfield. My name is Andy Bell, hosting this week. Um, I've one hundred percent loss record when I'm hosting, I believe. So um, I don't know if that's a plausible explanation for what's going on, but. Uh, I can't think of a much better one at the minute, to be honest. Um, so uh, joining me tonight to, to talk about that, uh, I've got Beryl Akush in Holland, the Netherlands. I'm never sure which one, Beryl, and I always get told off for it. But anyway, you're there. How are you? Yeah, it's it's officially it's the Netherlands, but uh, I, I really don't care. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm 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 uh, um, remarkably well uh, considering, but uh, yeah, it, it, I don't want to say I, I I got used to being beaten, but um, yeah, it 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 doesn't hurt as as much as it did last week, and and, and yet again, uh, oh man, what can <laughs> I say? Yeah, well, we'll get stuck into it. Um, it just seems like we've seen the film before. I've also got with me Mike Davies from the world. Uh, Mike, you've not only have you just had to watch that, but you've now got a, a 16-hour work shift coming up. Um, I wouldn't swap places yeah. right now, I have to say, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, I was just wondering if should I have gone to sleep, really. <laughs> I yeah. think I could have gone to sleep, you could have woke me up, I still could have done the podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because it was just like watching Everton. So, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll just take your lines from yeah. one of the other po- podcasts we've done the last two months. That's yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's well, the I'm thing. Good. Cheers, Andy. I'm good, good man. Cheers, good man. And good to have you back on as well. Um, so, Burrell, uh, let's get stuck into it then. Let's not mess about. It was, it was a deserved defeat. Uh, I felt Chelsea were in control. From start to finish, I felt like we looked like the team uh, that haven't, you know, Chelsea looked like the team that have been together for five years. Chelsea looked like the team that were well gelled and and well organized. And uh, for a man who's been in a job for one or two months, albeit a good manager, manager with a fairly decent track record at various different clubs, um, they just had a bit too much control for me. Uh, We didn't create enough chances. Uh, We were caught too much on on the counter attack with a pace in behind. Uh, and from start to finish, it was just a bit of a mess, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure I would agree that it was from start to, uh, to start to finish. But uh, and you know, and I think, uh, and and this is a bit of a cliche, but uh, football is is of course a bit of a a game of moments, and uh, and it is a low scoring game, and we lost one nil, and um, they had their chances, but uh, I think we had our chances as well and we had you know chances for chances and we didn't make the best of them i i i was uh, I, I was caught up in this in this in this mood of you know not having central backs and our defense is, is shit etc but i i it's 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 becoming obvious to me the problem is in the front and um and, and not so much in the back anymore uh, yes we, we did concede again and and, and it, it's far too easy to beat us but uh, that's also because we have no cushion to play with. We have no, um, you know, if 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 Sadio scores that that chance that you know he scoffs it badly, he doesn't control it and he, he doesn't hit it, um, and I I really think he should. Uh, then you're playing a different game and 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 uh, coming off the back of, of beating Sheffield, you know, uh, 
okay, they're last, but still we won, and uh, that's a rare thing in 2021. So um, if if we would have gone one up, maybe things would have been different. And and I think think we played some good football, albeit you know without any end product. And I think that's that's a that's a worry. And um, and 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 especially after um, uh, after um, the subs, we will you know get to talk about those, but. I, th- I thought th- there was no hope in hell that we would uh, we would even equalize. Uh, th- there was no belief. There was no self belief, uh, and and we didn't look like we 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 believed ourselves that we could score against these. And uh, yeah, they were they were really comfortable. But you know, then again, it's really easy to beat us. So Burnley did it. Brighton did it. Even Everton did it. So you know, anyone can beat us at Anfield. Yeah, Mike, uh, I take Beryl's point kind of on the fact like it wasn't a domination from start to finish from Chelsea, um, but it did feel like they were in control. And it did feel like at no point they were they were threatened or even uncomfortable, really. Um, it was it was one of those games where they just seemed happy the whole way through, happy with the way things were going. We were always the ones forcing it. We were always the ones, you know, scrapping to get the ball back. Trent hitting shots from 40, 45 yards. It just it just felt so desperate, and and Burrell mentions the front three there, and and Burrell's right to say it is about it is about moments, it is game of moments that if Mane slots that chance, but I mean it's an absolutely world class ball from Salah, and I feel like that's the type of quality that we have to produce to get a chance these days, to even just get a chance, um, and I think it was I think it was something like not point not seven on the expected goals, um, range whether you buy into that or not, I don't know, but. It, they, it was few and far between, and it did feel like they were always a threat on the counter-attack. Just Werner was constantly getting in behind. I mean, Buddy Thomas took all the three set in his pre-match interview. You know, we played Werner to get in behind them because we think they'll play a high line, and that's exactly how it played out. And it was, uh, oh, it was just, it was just so awful to watch. I mentioned to you in the pre-pod, like it was like watching a a film or even a football game when you know the score. It's it's just boring, and I felt from. From pretty much when they scored, I, I just couldn't see us getting a goal. Yeah, I, I think I think we all knew how Chelsea were going to play once he named his team. Um, so why we didn't, I don't know. I, I just feel that the exposures there, we didn't have cover. Uh, I thought Trent was left vulnerable at times. Um, I thought they were unlucky to have that goal chalked off, to be fair. I, I'm being honest there. Um, but that's the way the VAR is going this year, and it? it's uh, awful. Um, I just think this is going to sound daft, what I'm going to say, but Chelsea looked like they were in a training game. They, they, they were so comfortable. They were just passing it around at ease. They were passing through us and going back. At times, it looked like they were taking the mickey out of us. We were chasing shadows. It looked a bit uh, no. like, uh, you know, I think we've all played football at some point, you know, when you do the attack the defence drill. It looked like yeah. we got the under-18s up just uh, just for Chelsea to have like a, a a training session in shape and compactness, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it did. It looked like, it, yeah, that's you bang on, Andy. It did. It looked like we're, we're doing defence against attack and this is what they want from us. It was just... We just lacked ideas, didn't we? we? Like you said, we've got to create to create a chance. It's got to be a worldie. Uh, and at half time, I actually said, uh, I'm not sure who it was. I said, someone said, "Oh, we will. 
we get a chance, we'll score. I said, will we get a chance? Oh, we're bound to. And I said, not really. We've had two chances, I think, in the last two home games. That's that's not good enough. You've got to, you know, they're frustrating me at the minute. Like I say, it's... Uh, um, you can't. You, we can all blame. I think Byron was right. We can blame this, that, and the other, but it's the front three. Have they got into a situation where they know they're not under any pressure? They're going to keep the place. They're guaranteed on the team sheet because we've got no one else. Uh, uh, they got into that attitude, so they come complacent. And I thought Marnie was really poor tonight. Um, I thought Salah was unlucky to be fetched off, but like you say, we'll talk about that later. Um, I thought Bobby was poor. Um, they, they seem to think, oh, well, we know we're going to start. We haven't got to try that extra little 10%. Last year, they had that extra. We were chasing lost causes, weren't we? We scored goals through lost causes last year. This year, we're not chasing. We're chasing shadows. We're, we're shadow of the team. We, we just really are. It's, I just felt, I think if we had equalised, I think Chelsea would have turned it up a notch to be truthful, and got another one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it did feel like um, they maybe had another gear to step up into. And, and Beryl, just on the front three, like, as Mike says, it, it was just so frustrating. I was, I haven't been getting that wound up by the football, really. Um, I'm kind of numb to it by this point, but I was really tearing my hair out at times tonight, and I don't have much hair left to tear out, which is a worry, but that's for a separate podcast. Um, like, Mane, I, I said it in the chat, and I'm not sure if Chelsea were maybe just positionally very good or well-organized, but he seems to have lost a bit of pace. I mean, they weren't exactly camped on the edge of their area. You know, they had a fairly high line as well, and for, for two players in Salah and Mane, who who you used to be able to spring those high lines and you used to be able to get them in behind using their raw pace. I know we haven't really had the chance to do that in the last couple of years because teams are so petrified of us that they they just you know sit with 10 men behind the ball and you don't get to use your pace in behind. And I think Manny and Salah have both adapted their games supremely well over the last couple of years to, to adapt to that and thrive in that. But when I look at it tonight, you look at, I think, is, is Salah and Manny are, are 29 now, are they? I think Bobby's 29 as well, going on 30. Do you think this front three needs a freshen and up in the summer? There was a bit of chat in the group. Um, there was a, group, a bit of yeah chat in the group chat uh, about potentially you know Salah getting hooked off at halftime. As I say, we will come on to talk about it. But is this his last chance to kind of get a get a last big payday or a big move to Real Madrid or Barcelona or whatever? Whatever it is, do you think there needs to be some sort of freshen and up because? You know, the, the old adage goes is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the expecting a different results, the definition of insanity. And it feels like that's what we're doing, really. And we can't be sentimental about this. We have to be ruthless. We have to see the money that we will get by being in the Champions League, that regular revenue stream, and, and make a decision based on that, whether it is a, a Haaland, whether it is an Mbappe. I'm just throwing out names right now, but with... It feels at the minute, you know, you look at the bench and, okay, Jota, we know he was fantastic for the first half of the season. He came in, he freshened things up, he did fantastically well. But we know Origi and Shakiri probably there's too much of a drop-off there, certainly with Origi. Um, Minamino's been turfed out on loan. We can't just rely on Jota freshening up this front three because Jota can get injured for four months like he did. What's the solution to this steelness that we're seeing from Liverpool? I, I think it's obvious that um, 
you, 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 we needed uh, um, at least one player. We got in Jota, but um, and you know it was it was very unlucky for him to be um, uh, to, to get injured and, and and be out for 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 such a long time. And 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 more frustratingly, it was in in a dead rubber of a game. But you know all of that doesn't matter. Uh, we needed at least one, but we. We 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 need more now, and um, I thought, you know, I, I love Bobby. I, I I have I have a Liverpool shirt from this, um, you know, from this generation. Uh, the one I I chose was with Firmino on on the back. I, I really love the way he plays. I love his personality in in the game. Um, his his crazy. Uh, um, Celebrations, uh, which which we don't see uh, very often anymore, but but yeah, he was he was so bad today, it, it it was dreadful, and 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 the goal, their goal, game came from 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 him losing the ball, and in in a, in a in a really comfortable situation, he got the ball, he he he, you know, he could could do anything with it. And, and and Trent was was steaming up ahead, and and and, and Robbo was steaming up. So everybody was getting prepared to to, to attack, and and he and he lost the ball, and you know the, the rest is history. And uh, the goal Liverpool, uh, the the goal Chelsea scored, was a Liverpool goal. You know, um, um, finding your uh, their money and and uh, him, uh, him, you know, uh, taking on the, the defenders and and then planting it in, into the net is 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 how we scored in maybe not last season but the season before, you know, when we played um, our high tempo game. So um, it 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 is clear to me that that there is something needs to be changed and and Mike. Um, you know, uh, offered a, a, an explanation there that maybe they they are too sure of their place. I, I, I don't think it, it's that. I, I think they are really trying. I think this is a really conscientious bunch and who who really want to do their you know want to, to give success and they are doing their best. But it, it, at this moment, it isn't enough, and uh, I don't know why. Uh, I, I, I'm you know form is uh, is is is. It's it's you know it's a word that we use after the fact to to explain why people are are you know playing badly or or, or very well uh, for 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 stretches of games. But you know if if there is such a thing, there is no form whatsoever in our front three. Um, um, you know, except for maybe Mohamed Salah and and uh, who is still the the high uh, the top scorer in in the league. And it was very, very strange that he was taken off while the other two were were clearly not uh, playing to their best. Uh, I think the plan was to to play Sadio Mane against Rudiger um, uh, with a right footer on the right wing. But uh, I, you know what came of it? It was I, I thought it, it really baffled me when when Salah was taken off. I, I thought maybe he has a niggle, but was very clear. After it was taken off, that there was no niggle or whatsoever, um, um, and 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 Bobby and and uh, uh, and Mane Sadio stayed on and 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 kept doing what they were doing, uh, which wasn't enough. And and again, I, I I can't fault their effort. I know it isn't an issue of effort. Uh, it is an issue of 
them not being able to produce, uh, and them, I don't know what the reasons are, but you know, uh, I, I really don't care. Uh, I think we really need to do something now, and uh, and, and of course, um, it, it is knock-on effect on knock-on effect on knock-on effect of all these injuries that we've had. But then again. These subs were not the right subs, and I, I think that, that has nothing to do with, with, with injuries. You know, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain came on. What did he do? Why did he come on? Why why didn't we... I actually think that's the maddest sub. I think that's I more know. mad than taking Salah off was bringing Chamberlain on in that game. Yeah, but Millie on was was also, you know, you're chasing the game. It's the 80th minute. I don't know what minute, but, you know, you want to score a goal. Why bring on Millie? Except if you have are clairvoyant and you know you're going to get a penalty. But what the hell was that? I, I, I was baffled. You know, we were lackluster, but I think, you know, and I will back Jurgen Klopp with my life <laughs> being a bit dramatic here. But, you know, I, you know he, he will, for me, will always be the, the greatest manager that we have had. And, uh, you know, I've, I haven't lived the Shankly times, etc. But what was this? this? His performance was a lot worse than the team's performance, I think. It, it, I really didn't understand what we tried to do after... Uh, those subs. I th- thought we had a bit of momentum uh, coming into the second half. There were some, again, chances for chances, and we didn't, you know, produce anything from that. But after that, all momentum was gone. I, I really didn't understand what we were trying to do there. Yeah, Mike. Earl mentions uh, Rudiger there, and I, th- I actually thought Rudiger was fantastic tonight. I think it's it's massive credit to Thomas Tuchel that he's managed to find a, a system and a role for him whereby he can thrive because he's had a bit of stick from Chelsea fans over the years. Um, but as a one-on-one defender, which is basically all he was tonight, they were kind of going from man for man with our front three. And I thought he was fantastic. I thought he didn't give Salah a sniff and he didn't give Mane a sniff when he came across to the other side. But... The subs, we, I mean, we'll do those now because uh, Burrell's kind of done a nice segue into it there. And it was just, I mean, I said at, at half time, j- just bring a couple of subs on at half time. I know there's risk to that. I know if you make too many of your subs early and a player gets injured, you can end up playing with 10 men and, and things like this. But this kind of like courteous waiting until the 60th minute, it seems like a thing that everyone does just because everyone does it rather than any sort of actual uh, logic to it or thinking, oh, these players might affect the game for the next 15 minutes. It's it, it's weird. And then he does the subs in 60. Jota comes on, which is good. Um, but Salah comes off, which is bizarre. So I want your take on that. And also Alex Oxley-Chamberlain coming on. Now, Chamberlain, I really like him. I really, really like Chamberlain. He's given us some fantastic moments. He's scored some incredible goals, and in the past, he's he's opened up games for us. He's broken deadlocks when we've when we've been struggling. But in a game like that, when Chelsea were so well organised, when Chelsea weren't giving us any space, they weren't giving us an inch in midfield, giving us an inch in attack. There was no room for manoeuvre. What were we expecting Chamberlain to do for half an hour? Especially when you've got somebody like Nabi Keita on the bench, who you know. Keita is okay. He's come back from injury, but he's been on the bench. I think the last two. I think does he come on? He does come on on Sunday, and he's an unused sub in the game before. So he's been technically fit for a couple of weeks now. And you look at somebody like that, and you think what he can provide is is tenacity, is is speed on the ball, um, is trickery in midfield, uh, is skill. 
you know, there's surely a place for somebody like him to come on and and, and do and do something like that, especially against a you know a German manager playing like a, a German organizational system where where Kedes played and thrived in that league. So I just couldn't understand the subs at all. And usually, when when Klopp makes changes that I don't agree with, I can at least sort of see it from a certain perspective. Um, but I can't offer any explanations to why Oxford Chamberlain. If you can, yeah. Um... Just going back to what Bile said there, uh, I know he's not old enough, but nah, Shankly and Paisley were the greatest managers Liverpool have ever had by a mile. <laughs> uh, That's rather podcast. Third, but I'm an old boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm I'm totally willing to accept that. You know, but but <laughs> yeah. in my own experience, for you know, I haven't lived through them, so. Yes, yeah. in modern day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm agreeing with that, yeah. Uh, but going back to the subs, yeah, it was the most bizarre. I'm with you, Andy. Um, managers seem scared to gamble, don't they? It wasn't working for the first 45 minutes. Bit like Everton, bit like a lot of the games lately. Uh, but we're waiting for the 60th minute. Chuck them on at half time, gamble. Uh, you, for me, you've got nothing to lose, have you? Nothing at all. Um, if you can turn it around, then you can bring your likes of Millie on to just sit in in front of the back four and see the game out. Uh, but to take Salah off, who was by far our best forward, uh, I'm still now trying to work out how Oxley Chamberlain even gets on the bench, to be truthful. I don't think he's been half the player since the injury. Um he, every time he's come on, he offers absolutely nothing. I think, like you say, Katie, to me, at least he, he's tricky. It, it, like you say, it was like, it was like, you actually bang on there, it was like a German game that tonight. Um, it was, it was very German-looking football match, that. Uh, and I think Katie would have, it is the one to come on. Um, I even would have brought Shaq on before Chamberlain, to be truthful. Um, you know he's got that passing in um did Chamberlain touch the ball when he came on by any chance I, I can't I don't know <laughs> I don't know if this passing that one but I wouldn't be surprised I take your point but especially like because Chamber or um Shakiri and Jota have linked up so well in the past yeah. so when you bring Jota yeah. on why not try yeah. and give Shakiri 10 minutes yeah. for him see if they can produce something like they have done like like say I think an half time subs of Shakiri and Jota for Bobby Amani I don't think, you know what I mean? I, I, I think that's... And then just go with um, Salo up front on his own, with Jotis and Shakiri just behind. Change the formation. We don't change the formation either, do we, that much? Uh, and, and like it's, Chelsea was settled at the back, didn't look under pressure. Uh, the subs was never going to change that, I don't think. Um, I, I just find it bizarre. And like you say, I... For me, Chamberlain wouldn't even get on the subs bench at the minute. Uh, I think he's offered nothing since his injury. Going on to Milner, that one's even more bizarre, isn't it? Um, what, what did he come on? Five minutes to go. Chuck him in. I know where he is, but just chuck him on. Chuck him on up front. He'll yeah, win you make it a scrap. You know, he, he, how many times did he get a scrappy goal at the end and won for us? You know, just chuck it on him. Why are we playing these long balls? Uh, have you noticed now? We've started crossing in the box. We haven't got anyone. They're, what are they? Three defenders today, well over six foot, aren't they? We, we've got no chance, have we? 
no know, chance. Corners as well. Yeah, <laughs> you it, know, it's, it, it's just... bizarre. Um, I, Klopp, I don't know. With these one nils like that, it's like, well, we can nick one and get a draw. He's more me. I think, well, let's go for it. If we're going to lose, we might as well lose two, three nil. At least we've had a go. We didn't really have a go, did we, with them subs? There's only Jota, weren't there? Like, come on. Um, but the other two were never going to change the game, were they ever? Um, I, I think... Don't you feel like that's a weak point of Klopp's managing? His subs. I mean, yeah, it's difficult as well because it's been... It's such a... I think it's such a, a tight squad at the minute. You look at the bench and in the last month or so, there just haven't been those options really. Uh, I did find the subs bizarre tonight, but it's one of those things that, you know, we uh, all managed to stick for subs after a defeat. You know, everyone kind of would have made a different one, but it's not exactly, you know, it's not exactly hindsight. And it's it's something I was saying at the time. Um I've actually I've just been told to keep my voice down by somebody in this flat, so apparently oh. I'm shouting too much. So this is what this is what Liverpool have done to me tonight. Um, Burrell, uh, I wanna I wanna have a chat with you about kind of is this Liverpool squad becoming a little bit naive in the sense that you know I feel like we go on nil up at Leicester, they peg us back, we're a bit unlucky with the way things pan out with the VAR and blah blah blah, and. Um, and then we try and go for it straight away and we get caught and we lose. We do that kind of, we play this high line tonight and I, I felt it was just so easy for, it was so easy for Chelsea to, to do what they were doing. Um, you know, any press we had, they were able to just go over the top, find Timo Werner um, or, you know, get us turned around at the very least, make it awkward and make it uncomfortable for us. And, you know, do you think we're, we're a bit too desperate to win these games? Perhaps, um, perhaps, still in the mindset of having to win every single game, otherwise Man City are going to run away with it. Um, you know, we're in the top four battle now. It's okay to take your point in certain games like this. You know, a point against Leicester, it would mean we have won more, but it would also mean that they have two less. A point against Chelsea would mean we have won more, but they have two less. And, you know, the goal, to be fair, that they score, it's not exactly it's not exactly down to our high line. It's, it's, it's a good bit of play from Mount, but the amount of times we were potentially caught there, I mean, Alisson makes a couple of fantastic saves. He does a couple of uh, a brilliant. There are a couple of uh, occasions where he, he's a brilliant sweeper keeper as well. And I'm looking at these games now. And is there a bit of a naivety to this squad? Do you think that comes into it, or do you think you know there is just so many factors, the lack of supporters, the injuries? Do you think naivety plays a part in mentality, or what's your kind of take on that whole thing? I don't think it's naivety. It's uh, it's a lack of quality. <laughs> I, I think um, you know we we have established a, um, a style. Um, we we won the league with it, and I think we should have won the league with it uh, the season before. And, and we we were magnificent for two two seasons, and maybe maybe even more. But um, um, and and this was uh, due to us um, uh, pegging back. Any team in, in their own half and and playing a, playing a very high line and but you know as everybody knows who knows a, a thing or two about football is that you can only play a high line if you if your pressing game is is also adequate so if if you don't press then you know they can and 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 every team has as quick players and 
and they're about to be quicker than uh, the, the defenders that we are uh, have at our disposal at this moment, um, then uh, it, it's it's quite an easy way out. But I think uh, we, we really tried to press them really high and uh, <clears throat> we were successful, um, not, not as much as, as we are in our prime, but we, we, we were generally successful in it, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, as I said before, you know, Bobby lost the ball in in, in, a, in a fairly easy position, and in, and and the, the the trouble is, and I, I think you know people might know that I'm a psychologist by my profession, um, uh, not one who is a therapist as well, but you know I'm a social psychologist and I, I study behavior and 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 what uh, what's important to to, to know and, and everybody knows this, I think. Uh, um, a bit, it, it is common sense. Is is that when you expect to lose or when you expect to to concede a goal, then you are more likely to do so. And um, um, w- when Bobby lost that ball, I, I I know I watched this game with my wife, who is you know dreading these games now. And and I I, I immediately said he he's lost the ball again. And and if we concede here, then it's his fault. And 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 we conceded and. It, it, it's again. It was a bit of a Liverpool goal. Um, we got turned, and I, I don't think it, it is. A, it is a matter of, of uh, tactics. I think the tactics have have been proven um, to be successful if you have the right players. And um, I think what you what you can say is that we are, we are not adapting very well to this new situation. We don't have the players to play like this. Um, I, I, I've said this, said this on, on our, uh, you know, we have this group chat, which is a very lively uh, thing, and, and we, we exchange our, our ideas. And, and and one of the things I've, I have been saying for, for, for a couple of games now is that we need to adapt to the fact that we are not as good as we as we were, and we need to play a more more, you know, a simpler style, a less risky style. So in that sense, I think we are tactically naive. And and if someone is naive, then it, you know, we could say it's maybe the manager, manager and his, and his, and his team. Uh, but uh, uh, on the other hand, I don't know if if uh, with the players that we have at our disposal, we have another tactical plan we could adapt to so what else could we play it's it's not you know if if origi was was a really good target man you could say okay let's let's play like that but you know he isn't and uh, he, he he doesn't have qualities that that could compensate for the, uh, the lack of qualities on 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 other things so yeah i I, w- I wouldn't even know how to play differently you could say we could be more defensively solid, but uh, you know how do we do that? Um, play play uh, Fabinho in, in midfield and play with a real defender be, behind him. But uh, you know, I, I, I think Nat Phillips is, is 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 the latest casualty, so we don't exactly have the numbers. So that also means you can't play with three defenders. You know, which could have been another plan. Uh, so I. You know, to answer your question, I don't think it's naivety uh, per se. I, I think it's we don't really have a plan B, and <laughs> this is the only sorry. This is the only way we know how to play, and we're n- not good enough at it, and especially so because we don't score goals. And yeah, and then we have to chase the game, and then it becomes increasingly easier to play. Uh, 
you know, the long ball ahead. And that's all Chelsea did in the second half. They just hoofed it and they found a quick player. It's it was way too easy to to to, to beat us like that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And, and Mike, what what can be done? I mean, Burl kind of says, you know, a bit tactical naivety there at times, and maybe the structure of the side or the or the makeup of the side. But what can be done? What can you do? Do you throw a Ben Davies in to play with Quebec against Fulham? Um, if Ben Davies is fit, that is, he doesn't seem to be uh, on the bench ever, which is bizarre. Um, but. To get Fabinho back in the midfield just to freshen that up. I don't think Thiago Wijnaldum or Jones have been particularly bad. In fact, I think Curtis Jones has been has had some quite excellent performances over the last couple of weeks. But what if you put Fabinho in there, it just gives you a different dynamic. He crunches into tackles, he's positioned, yeah. he's very good, he passes the ball well, he's quick on the ball as well. It could give us a different dimension. We could do something like what we did against Man City away when we play all four of Jota. Firmino, Mane, and Salah, uh, and looked really good. Um, although you talked about tactical naivety, that you could potentially be perceived as the most tactically naive thing you could do, but it's worked in the past, so it could work again. Um, what changes would you make to this? What what would you even try just to try something different? It's quite funny that Andrew. That's what I was thinking. To be fair, I don't see. We bought Young Davis. Um, he could have been bought just as a backup to a backup. There's no point in that. Um, I, me personally, now Fabinho's back, I'd play either Phillips and Kabak, if Phillips is fit, or Davis and Kabak. Um, no, nothing more. And I would, once Jot is up to speed, do you know, I think that was, that was Klopp's plan B when he bought Jota uh, to play all four. And because of the injury to him, it stopped the plan B. Um, but I would, yes, I, I'd get Fabinho back into midfield uh, and I'd play young Davis. I don't think he can't do any worse than anybody else, can he? You know, give the lad a chance. Um, sometimes by doing things like that, you suddenly find a gem, don't you? You know, it works. But cut due to reasons, you, you think, oh, we'll have a go at that. And it works. Uh, and I don't think there's anything wrong. I'd give Davis a go with Kabak. I'd get Fabinho in midfield. Maybe this controversial, but I'd take Thiago out to be truthful. Uh, I'd keep uh, Genie in. I'd keep Jones in. Um, I think I like Thiago, and I think today he played quite well. I think his best game has been against Leipzig, which is quite ironic because it's European football. I think he slows us down sometimes a bit too much. Um, but He's getting his, it's not criticism, he's settling into a team, isn't he? Um, a team what at the minute is very fragile uh, mentally. Um, so I don't like targeting players, to be fair. You know, we can put like, yeah, no one that's a first, Bar was the first person who actually agreed with what I said um, to the missus that goal was caused through Bobby. Not, yeah, Trent's position was a bit, should Kabak have gone out? Yeah, I agree, but you, you can't lose a ball on the edge of their box. And two minutes, less than two minutes, they score. I mean, that shouldn't happen, should it really? Um, especially as it's one a type of our goal, like you say. So we should have been expecting uh, what Chelsea were going to do. 
but yeah, I, going back to your question, Andy, yeah, I think against Fulham, I would play Davis or Phillips uh, with Kabak. I'd get Fabinho back into midfield. Um, could you afford to drop two midfielders and get Jota in as well and play a 4 2 3 1? Would that be going too far, do you think? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting one. Um, I guess if there's a time to do it, it's it's Fulham, not the the four that come up after, which are which are very difficult. I think it. I'm not sure exactly on the order, but we go to Leeds, we go to Arsenal, we host Aston Villa, and I think we have another tricky one thrown in there somewhere. Yeah, I think with Leeds, I think I think we'll win that because Leeds play one way. They'll come at us, and that'll suit us. I think we'll beat Leeds. Uh, because of the type of football they play purely, they only know one system, don't they? Uh, so I think that's the easiest game out of the four, what's coming up. And I think that's the most likely one we'll win. Um, yeah, the the other one's Wolves away. Um, and then it's Newcastle home after that before Man United's away. So you're talking about five of the next six after yeah. Fulham being particularly difficult. And, uh, Newcastle even, being tough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what they're going to do. We yeah, know what they're going to do, and that's an issue. Uh, Burrell, um, where are you kind of at with the top four at the minute? Then, like, where are you confident? For, well, I would say I don't think any of us are confident for it. But are you at the stage where you've given up on it, and you're kind of looking at um, the Champions League as our only way into next season's Champions League? Um, I'm just looking at the table right now. We're we're now four points behind Chelsea, having played the same number of games. Uh, two points behind West Ham, and three points behind Everton. I haven't played a game more than both. Uh, a point ahead of Spurs, haven't played a game more than them. Four points ahead of Aston Villa, haven't played two games more than them. Um, and even Arsenal are only three points behind if, if they win their game in hand. I mean, it's 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 looking quite grim. I can't see where this team puts a run of results together. The gap is now four points. That means there probably is going to have to be a run of wins put together at some point. I can't see it happening. Um, it looks bleak. Cheer me up. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I'll, I'll try my best. Big no, ask. It, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, until until our home game against West Brom, we had such a run. You know, it wasn't the the, the type of run that we had in in the, in the in the previous seasons. And you know, that it wouldn't be fair to ask uh, something of that uh, of that caliber from from our team. You know, given circumstances but um i don't know what exactly happened when what was he uh, ajayi uh, equalized it was it was a very strange moment and something you know in hindsight crumbled but uh, yeah, we were top of of the league at that moment uh, to 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 you know freshen up your memories and um after that it's again. It's it's a low-scoring game. Again, we we lose one nil. We lose one nil against Burnley. We lose one nil against Brighton. Um, with 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 normal refereeing, we lose one nil against Everton. Um, so it's it's it, it, it are it, it, it you know it it does amount to to find margins, you could say, and you know fine margins could can go either way. Against Sheffield United, we were lucky. Uh, we we deserved to win, but we were lucky at the same time. Uh, it, it was a, a deflected goal. 
um, uh, the fact that VAR ruled the ball in when uh, when uh, Trent crossed it, uh, you know, was was good luck. Uh, uh, and even uh, the goal of Werner scored, um, and I, I, it was the type of goal that we, we got was was ruled out against us in many games. So I was I think okay, uh, our luck is still holding up uh, since the Sheffield United game. But, um, uh, you know, something needs to change. And I think when you say top four, I, when you said top four, I thought of our top four. And uh, I think um, Mike is, is right that you know, I think the only way we can go now is, is play all four. And uh, maybe you can play with three at the back with um, one of those three being um, Fabinho in the middle. You know uh, who has the ability to to uh, to join midfield when we have the ball, uh, and yeah, I, I thought Robbo was was struggling with his new role, and I, he he isn't at his best for a long while now. Um, he was second guessing his his passes. It probably ha- has something to do that Sadio Mane doesn't play right in front of him now, and that he has to. Uh, to coordinate uh, with with Curtis Jones, and, and they don't seem at the same frequency at this at this moment. But you know, he, he could he, he he can he can adjust. He, he will probably adjust if he needs to play higher up the pitch. Um, I think Trent is showing more and more that he needs to go into midfield because um, he he will never be a very good defender. He's he's uh, decent at defending, but. Uh, um, he he wants to control the game, and and now when we lack leaders, uh, I think he is showing that he would be the the natural heir to uh, to Hendo when Hendo uh, is uh, you know um, is is too old to to play the role that he he played um, for us in the in in, in uh, recent seasons. So uh, I think we need to think about. Um, changing things radically uh, again this isn't working this is the way we we have uh, won a season and won a champions league but uh, we don't have the players at this moment so we need to change things and we need to think about how we can do something radically different that um, that we that makes us less predictable because we are the most predictable team in the in the league even more so than Leeds i think um, everybody knows what they need to do against us. Just you know, stay firm at the back and 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 try to get in behind them, and you will probably get a chance or two, and you will probably score a, a one or two, and and they then will struggle to score against you. This is w- what has happened for lots, you know, for five games at Anfield now. It's it's you know, it isn't Anfield because there are no. There is no crowd, but uh, still, it's, it, it, it does hurt. I think we need to do something very, very different if we want to uh, change things. As you said before, you know, it's 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 something. Uh, and I, it, it, I probably, I think Albert Einstein said it right. Uh, if you uh, try the same thing and fail and fail again and you try it, then it's. Uh, it's madness, and uh, I think it would, from this point on, it would be madness to try to play the same tactics that we have played uh, in the recent t- two seasons without the players that can uh, that you need to to play that successfully. So I think we really, you know, need to 
change something if we want to have a chance to get into top four. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't worry about Everton or West Ham, but there's too many of them uh, above us now. And uh, they can't all fail. Uh, and, um, and you know, we can't hope for that. It's I, I think top four is lost now, um, barring a marriage, uh, a, a miracle. Um, but again, if we want to achieve that miracle, we really need to do something drastically different. Yeah, um, I mean, Thomas Jefferson wasn't a great fella, but I think he did say once, um, I do believe in luck, and I find that the the more prepared I am, or the, uh, I, can't, I can't even remember the exact quote of bottled it, but he basically says, oh, the harder I work, the more I get of it, or something like that. So yeah, it does seem to be one of those unquantifiable things that uh, that is proportional. Um, right, Mike, you have to get to work in six minutes, so um, just give me a prediction for Fulham. Um, and yeah, you've given me your team, so so give me a prediction and, and maybe quickly say how are you feeling about top four? Do you think it's gone, as Burrell says, barring a miracle? Um, because I can't see it myself right now. Uh, I was quite positive after Sheffield United's game, actually. <laughs> I thought we'd beat Chelsea tonight uh, and go on this nice little run. City beat United, we beat Fulham with two points behind United. You know, it's all looking rosy. That's gone out the window. Um, I think it'd be dead difficult to be truthful now. Um, we're going to have to rely on a lot of teams slipping up, aren't we? You know, it's not just hoping one team slips up. We've got to hope to Chelsea. Does Chelsea look like they're going to slip up? Not to me. Uh, they're the team in form apart from City for me. Um, maybe Leicester will drop out. Uh, but are Everton going to get there? You know, are Spurs there on the run? Are Arsenal? You know, we, we could end up finishing ninth quite easily, which isn't bad Maybe. because it, no, no, listen, the worst, the worst ever was when Leicester won it. They finished twelfth the year after, and in fifteen. Chelsea finished 10th. So at least if we finish above 10th, we're not going to be the worst defending champions. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's something positive for you. <laughs> I'll take oh, it. That's positive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll take it at this point. Yeah, anyway, guys, give, yeah, us a, give us a prediction yeah, for Fulham. Right, the Fulham game. I think if he, if he gambles and plays, you know what I mean, play Davis or Phillips at the back, Plays the four, if he does, I think we'll win. Um, if he plays the system he's playing tonight, I think Fulham will beat us. I think they'll nick it, 1-0. Yeah, fair enough, Beryl. Yeah. Prediction for Fulham? Yeah, I'm, uh, I will always back us. And, you know, uh, I, I backed us today and uh, it could have, <laughs> we, we could have won. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, it is again um, small margins, etc., etc. I I, um, uh, I I still think we will win. I I hope we will change something. I hope Jota plays. I hope um, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's it's all right, bro. What happened? Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, okay, let's wrap it up there. I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool um, based on absolutely nothing. 
but <laughs> just feel like yeah, she's I'll, I'll go with it. <laughs> uh, no, logic, no, no logic band it whatsoever. But uh, listen, it's thanks fun. guys. Thanks guys for coming ah, on. Hey, listen, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I've not done one with yeah. Byron before. It's been great. Yeah, it's been really a pleasure. And it's been good to get like back doing time. them again. It's been very good. Short but sweet, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly wouldn't want to wouldn't want to do too much more on tonight. Okay, yeah. so we have got Fulham on Sunday. Uh, there will be a podcast coming out after that, and um, so hopefully stay tuned uh, and tune into that on Sunday night or Monday morning whenever it's out. Uh, but until then, up the me getting noise complaints, Reds. 